You're with Julian on the brand. I've been doing lots and lots of stuff about um, Ukraine and also the rise of the BRIC nations, about how the West isn't the whole world, uh, and another interesting element. So um, I, I, about a year ago, I was saying, you know, where's, where's China in this whole thing about Ukraine? Well, it's a perfect opportunity for them to have stepped up on the global stage and said, you know, America and Europe aren't the whole world. Why aren't you suing for peace in the Russian war in Ukraine and so on and so forth? And the West being so dogmatic about how dare you, how dare anyone say anything that doesn't involve sending more and more weapons. Even Australia's talking about sending stuff. This is going back to like Gulf War. Um, you, you know how America couldn't operate on its own when it invaded Iraq. So it made sure that it had Western nations primarily on their side doing little things. Send one troop and we'll say you're on our side. Um, how, if you could criticise the, the endless supply of arms in Ukraine and say that it's extending the war and costing lots and lots of Ukrainian lives, you're shot down in flames as a Putin apologist and blah, blah, blah. You see, it's been going on for a year or so. Uh, interesting stuff now because the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India and China, which I did a lot on, I've done a fair few pieces on now, are really becoming involved on the global stage. So we had that um, incredible brokered peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, which America hasn't even spoken about. Now we have seen diplomatic meetings between um, Saudi Arabia, Syria and Iran, which is, you know, the, the, we are, the West is sleepwalking into oblivion. But I feel this is really interesting. <clears throat> so the Brazilian, Brazil's gone through this amazing roller coaster where they had a left-wing, much-loved president, Lula, Lula da Silva, who was went through some of the most corrupt legal processes you could possibly imagine, um, where it blocked him from standing, and they ended up with that right-wing guy who's... Where is he? Where is um, the guy that was the president of, of um, Brazil? He's, like, vanished. I don't even think he's in Brazil, which is completely baffling. Um, but anyway, Lula was barred from standing and she, there were obviously there was corruption on his side, but compared to the corruption on the other side, it was a bit embarrassing. So anyway, he comes back and he won. He won the election and he's now come out and said a few things. The White House has sharply criticised Brazilian President Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva for accusing the United States of encouraging the war in Ukraine. There is no doubt that they are encouraging the war in Ukraine. Yes, Russia could stop it today, but also it can be true that America is encouraging it. Luli said after a visit to China at the weekend that the US needed to start talking about peace in Ukraine. When have they talked about peace? Even when China offered their peace deal, I didn't hear one peep from anyone in Ukraine about it. It was all America saying, no, these aren't, the, the stipulations for peace haven't been met. Uh, and, and Russia can just pull out today. And that's been there. They know that's safe to say that because they can keep funneling arms in because it's not going to happen. doesn't help the people being butchered in Ukraine, does it? Uh, visiting Brazil, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov met Lula and thanked Brazil for its efforts. UN Security Council spokesman John Kirby accused Lula of parroting Russian and Chinese propaganda. Well, I don't think it is propaganda to say that America has encouraged the war to go on. I think that's the truth. Uh, Lulu pitched himself as a broker for peace talks to end the conflict over the weekend and says the United States needs to stop encouraging the war and start talking about peace. His comments came after President Xi 
published in, from China, published a, a peace plan in February that does not explicitly call for Russia to leave Ukraine. Well, they're not going to now, are they? Not given that they're going to make them members of NATO and um, the EU the second that the war's over. Uh, the, Russia is not going to leave the Crimean part of Ukraine now. They will annex, They will permanently annex it. It's, there is, if, they'd have, if they'd have done everything differently five years ago, um, this wouldn't have happened. If they hadn't had the coup in 2013, this wouldn't have happened. But the annexing of Crimea and the regions around that, which are ethnically Russian, which most of the population speaks Russian, they aren't going back to being part of Ukraine. I don't think. I think that ship sailed. So what do you do? Just stop your foot down and say this war goes on forever. Who's that helping? Uh, Kirby said Lula's comments were misguided and missed the mark by suggesting the US and Europe are somehow not interested in peace. Well, they haven't really promoted peace from day one. They never sued for peace before it happened. They seem to be egging everyone on. Uh, Brazil's not joined Western countries in imposing sanctions on Russia and refused requests to supply weapons to Ukraine. While Brazil is calling for peace talks to Ukraine, its allies say an immediate ceasefire would allow Russia to keep hold of territory it legally obtained through force. Who, in, who is Ukraine in this argument? Is it just Zelensky? We're not hearing from Ukraine very much at all. We're hearing from Zelensky's inner circles when he goes on his Bono around the world trips, but we're not really hearing what the public opinion polls are like in Ukraine for the war or what they want. Do they like that peace deal? I don't know. Why don't we know whether Ukrainians like that peace deal offer? So um, the BRIC nations are certainly rising on the political stage now, and it will embolden other nations that aren't in, in, like, in the Indian nations, in the African nations, in the South American nations that haven't gone on board with um, a lot of the Russian sanctions or um, the demonization of Russia over this conflict. And with the BRIC nations on their own, with its 30 trillion GDP being higher than Europe on its own and higher than America on its own, we are, as I said, sleepwalking into irrelevance. And the rest of the world just sees us as war. That all they've seen from the West this century is war after war, most of which have been illegal. And now we see it again. And the Chinese have probably think they must have planned this for a very long time because I'm surprised they hadn't involved themselves earlier. But now they're getting involved with China as well and they're brokering peace in the Middle East between nations that America has pretty much insisted be at war for decades. And the whole paradigm is shifting beneath our feet and we are so clubfoot. Clubfoot is a terrible choice of words there. Is that even is that even PC anymore? Slow-footed, certainly, to um, even react to it. You're not seeing it in our media at all, apart from the odd story like that. Um, and in our own populations in the West, there are multiple different people that are against what's happening in Ukraine with regards to the militarization. There are lefties like me that don't like the ongoing war and oppose pumping the country full of weaponry. But there are also the right-wingers, especially in America amongst the Republicans, that regard the war as left as being the Democrats. So they're going to oppose every bit of it. So there's this, just this building alliance against the war. 
And we're ignoring it by shouting down every voice that tries to talk about stuff like peace.